Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me this week is all four people. Well, three people, three, four with me, three with the others. Um, it's JD. How are you, mate? You've had a week off. How do you recover? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Got out and did some fishing, did a, did a bit of work. You thought you did a James Courtney and just did one round and then pissed off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, I, actually, I actually got paid by where I was working, so that's it, unlike uh, some. We've also got Hannah. How are you, Hannah? Look, yet to be confirmed oh, yet. <laughs> I've, I've had better weeks, but I'm here. <laughs> better weeks. And Mitch, how's it going? Yeah, all right, all right. Not how's the coronavirus? I don't. I don't think I have the coronavirus. Cough in an office, you go home. That's what happens these days. <laughs> now I've got to go see a doctor tomorrow and wear a mask and be like, I'm pretty sure I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. If I die, I die. <laughs> tell, my, tell my family I love them because <laughs> <laughs> I never do. Uh, <laughs> uh, well. I mean, I'm glad that we could all laugh right now because, yeah. To be honest, this weekend was a bit. It was all over the shop. There's many mixed emotions. Oh yeah, uh, yeah Triple A on pole for both races, and then no races, and then mass confusion. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. what are we going to talk about first? Um, How it was handled, or something? I don't know. What do you want to go on to? Where do we start? <laughs> Let's talk about the practice. Yeah, practice sure. Two was fantastic. I loved listening to Crofty talk. I thought it was hilarious. That was and actually really good. He's such yeah. a good commentator. He can take something he clearly did not know what he was talking about. But if you didn't know, it sounded like he did like really well too. Except did you guys end up watching practice two? No, I, I really just the very end of it. Yeah. Oh, like Scafey was cracking the shits with Grompto because he kept giving um, Crofty the information sheet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scafey's apparently running around the room trying to hide all the info they've got set up there. And I I would love to know what information they've got on hand because, like, Crofty was pulling out stats like Anton's missus's name and stuff. I might never heard that before. Yeah. Well, generally, <laughs> yeah. if you walk into any of the commentary boxes, they'll have all this stuff plastered all over the walls. So it's like reminders mm. about who the sponsors are for the event, like how to call this corner. So it's like the boy repairs hairpin or whatever it might be. Um, and like, that kind of thing. Well, but the and, other and stuff, I think. Yeah. There's a pretty strong crew of like, um, like operators in that space who are probably feeding them the info, like the show on sheets of paper as they kind of go through. Mm. So obviously Noons is the legendary stats guy, uh, V8 yeah, Sleuth yeah. Noons, you know, also has an epic podcast if you guys haven't seen that yet. Um, but yeah, that, yeah, the, the, the girlfriend bit, that was like, I didn't even know that. And I'm, I'm the mm. pro Instagram stalker of everyone at the moment. So <laughs> pretty good. It was great to hear. But I loved how he was calling Anton Di Pasquale. He's like, he sounds like a French chef. He's like, where is my French chef right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the foie gras, thank you. Yes. 
Uh, and then he's like, oh, Barry Ryan is super excited. Barry Ryan's standing there, arms crossed. <laughs> Standard Barry Ryan blank face. Yeah. My favorite was Jack Smith only three seconds off the pace, but it's only practice. <laughs> like, no, no, that's the standard. That's fine. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I did catch that bit. I was like uh, pissing myself laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't know. Big difference between the two categories in the spread. Yeah, well, I think he was talking about it. What did he say? Something about Jack Smith must be on like long, long race runs or something like that. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Remember how we used to talk about Stroll? Yeah, same, same, same. Yeah. <laughs> His dad's about to, buy, about to buy BJR. No. Yeah. Might save BJR oh. at this rate. Yeah, well, they had a lot of work to do. I felt so bad for Macca. Oh, how man. about it? Like, wrecked a car, didn't even get to use it. Oh. For no reason. Well, not really for no reason, but pretty much nothing happened. There was no point in the there. end. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it? Was it rear it's, brake failure? Looked like it. It. This is becoming a bit of a a reoccurring thing with the BJR cars. This must be three years in a row we've had some sort of brake failure in the first couple of rounds. We yeah, had one so last like, year at Adelaide. Yeah. Well, we had yeah. Macca in Adelaide Jordan and then Perkat in Darwin yeah. as well. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know if he did he have a brake failure or did he just touch the grass and down back it in? Oh yeah, that's right. That was the wet race. The yeah. yeah, but the, did you say wet race? <laughs> no, no, not in Darwin. Oh no, okay. yeah, I thought you. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, I thought you said wet race, and we we're talking about yeah. Hidden Valley. We're like, oh, we haven't had a wet race there. <laughs> it hasn't rained in June in Darwin in yet, like ever. <laughs> I believe the last time was the Ice Age, and that was ice. <laughs> anyway, go on. But yeah, it's, it just it definitely seems to be something that I don't know whether they're using older parts or what some sort of system they've got in their car that seems to have failures, but they're the only team that seems to get these brake failures that have happened now must cost them a fortune when they happen because it's never it on a circuit hype, where... Too. Where there's like a giant runoff, like it's never at the end of the straight in Darwin where you've got 300 meters to slow down. It's always yeah. oh, there's a wall right there. <laughs> where Macca had his failure there, and then turn one, it had a huge runoff, but he just couldn't stop. He went it off such a high speed. No. Not at all. It was an 80k impact or something. It's pretty scary. Oh, it was huge. Yeah, the only thing yeah. that slowed him down was the dirt. Didn't did Macca win <laughs> the biggest crash of 2019? Probably. Oh, I'm pretty Adelaide. sure he did. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's yeah. just trying to get you know get an early one on the board for this year. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. how, how did Scotty not win it? Scotty's rollover. I yeah. think Macca's was yeah, pretty. I don't know. Lady. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Macca's was pretty bad. Like. Macca's was probably Scotty higher was... speed for sure. Much higher Scott's speed, was yeah. Dramatic. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I don't know. Scott won everything else last year, so I just assumed you would have won that too. <laughs> I'm going to put this thing in a wall just to get well, it. He had, he had the championship pretty much sewed up there, so he just thought he'd try and get another accolade for the year, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crash. Yeah. Sweet. Roger. Will win it and bin it. Yeah. Well, qualifying that we had, Triple Eight looked pretty good, to be honest. Both yeah. cars, pole position. Um, 
Shane sort of dropped off in Q2. Or it was, was it Q4? They called it. It was weird because, like, we were looking at the times. It was like qualifying three and qualifying four. And, like, what happened to qualifying one and two? But because the, the way the supercars do is the races, they always, everything's like a race number. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's other things on that people. schedule seem to be just done by race for the weekend. It was like, what are you doing? Anyway. Well, S5000 hasn't had a race this year. And yeah, true. The TCR, enough. their racing doesn't start it, till. Well, that's the Asia Pacific one, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a standalone thing. Yeah. And it's come out today that, or today or yesterday, that the TCR racing is still apparently going to go to head. They're like, the the restriction's not going to affect us. I'm like, okay. 500 people don't turn up. Of- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Awkward. Good luck. At- yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Scotty really seemed to struggle this weekend. Yeah, both DJR cars did. Sessions that we had. Yeah, it seemed they didn't have a car for it. Mm. Fabs was down in like 12th or something. Yeah. Reynolds also had a pretty shocking one, but he got that curb strike in the first qualifying and couldn't. He used up his tyres so he couldn't get on again. That's what I was going to say. I think the length of this track catches some people out. They use up tyres real quick, trying to do a fast lap. For sure. Well, you really yeah. had 10 minutes, 10 minutes and you had to get one lap in. You yeah, get one two minute lap. Two minutes, oh, something lap. Yeah. yeah. Time you do your out lap and go out. Yeah, exactly. And we're talking about I a 10 year old surface on that track, too. Yeah, we're yeah. pretty rough. Yeah. I think Chaz did a pretty decent job and a smart job, too, for all the sponsors on board. With holding in Q3, or Q, well, the second qualifying, Q2, he went out right at the end after everyone had done their laps. So it was like all the TV cameras like, just focus on him. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty smart move. He only got seventh or something, but I was like, well, you know, got lots of TV time. Mm. Stroke of genius by Devore, getting a clear track. Mm. Combo wasn't super stalled on it. It's like, oh, I don't think this is the best idea. You're going to get stuck with traffic, but he didn't. Mm. But let's talk about the big elephant in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Saturday, Friday morning, well, Thursday night, we all Mm. we all noticed that the news dropped that McLaren had pulled out because one of their personnel had tested positive for. COVID-19 or coronavirus, mm-hmm. um, they pulled out of the Australian Grand Prix. And then everyone was like, well, what's going to happen there? They still ran cars in the morning, which was weird. <laughs> they didn't run the Formula One car, for sure. Um, I think the one they were running was the two-seater Minardi. So what um... happened with that? Because i seen videos of them sending out the support vehicles and recovery vehicles. When that mm. thing was on track. <clears throat> really? First I've heard of it. Yeah. It got posted on Reddit. Someone's like, there must have been a marshal or whatever. And they're like, these guys have been called out while the two-seater's out. Mm. Whoa. That's Scary. a fuck up. I assume Davo probably put it in the gravel trap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. I was surprised they were running to start with. And, like, I'm the only reason I know is because being the AGP alarm clock, fortunately my new house now overlooks the track. So I definitely heard them going around. And Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, mate. Uh, <laughs> but, no, it was weird because I, I totally didn't expect to hear anything that morning with all the stories that were coming out the night before. 
and everyone's saying, you know, McLaren's out and it seemed like the cancellation of the event was pretty much a foregone conclusion. And you wake up in the morning and this car's gotten lapsed. You're like, well, so what's the deal here? Yeah, it was so weird because there was so much news about everything like, oh, no, nah, it's still like the official tweet or something was it's still, you know, racing as normal. Yeah, and then um, it seemed like behind closed gates because the government's like, well, we're not letting people in. So, <laughs> it's, so it's like kind of like I felt like the way the Australian government went about everything was like, all right, we're going to, as soon as the Ferrari teams are in, we're banning Italy traveling. <laughs> it's just kind of like, all right, let's try and push this through as much as we can. Let's get this event out. Then we'll put the public ban on. But the fact that then the teams started getting crook and they didn't want to do it, it seemed like the massive catalyst for everything. Like it's... Sh- to be honest, it probably should have been done before this whole thing kicked off. Yeah, yeah. correct. I'm kind of the opinion that so quickly. Sorry, go. Yeah. I think it was evolved, evolving so quickly that all the teams are kind of on their way when their decision probably should have been made right when they were all on their way and just put them back on the plane and gone home again. But yeah. um, it's probably something they couldn't have called two, three weeks out, you know, because no. it, it wasn't in the situation yet. But now it, it's evolved to the point where – there's so much hysteria too. Even if you push through with the event, can you imagine the backlash if there was cases that come out of that event? Yeah, there was already so much local backlash. Like yeah, there was this thing in skywriting saying stop the F1, you know, like there was yeah. a lot of being, being a Melbourne local, there was a lot of grumblings around by people going, why is this race still on? Like it, it doesn't make sense. I guess it's all the commercial partners they are going to try and push pretty hard to have that race still go through uh, regardless of the risks involved. But, yeah, it, it was it was a shame that it, we weren't sort of – everyone wasn't kept in the loop as all the negotiations were going on because there was all these mixed reports coming out from this person who's saying it's definitely off and this person's saying, oh, hang on a second, looks like it's going to go through with no spectators. Like there's just all this stuff going on in the background, so much noise essentially. Um, An official mm. announcement needed to come much quicker than it did. Yeah, 100%. Like there was, it should have been the first thing in the morning we were waking up to, like put something out at six in the morning saying, righto, it's done. Because they would have known, for sure. They would have known was, at that point. There were people <laughs> lining up, waiting. And like, what do we want to do? Get people mm. to line up close together in a line for ages? <laughs> yeah. Bunch oh, up. Yeah. You're on the road. Bunch up, bunch up. Bunch up. <laughs> in this queue. Stand here for three hours before we tell you. And the thing is, the guys telling the announcements barely knew. They're reading off a phone like, okay, this is what is going on. Yeah. Mm. I, I, yeah. I would have felt so bad those guys having to announce that. Mm. Come on, mate. I'm just doing my job. There's a reason yeah. why they were being escorted by police, I think. Mm. <laughs> See that video? Mm. <laughs> oh, you feel for him. Just what oh, that massive and. Matty and um, the like, FIA crew and the Formula One crew, Ross Braun, that when yeah. they made the announcement. Wouldn't you mm. just feel like you're standing in front of a firing squad on that little sort of impromptu presser out in the open there? It was pretty right. somber, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, and considering yeah. The, the people that were there were like, well, we've turned up, we want racing, we don't care. Like, mm. they clearly expected to see something. <laughs> well, the thing that I sort of read today, and I think what happened is because all the cameras and everything is fom controlled once the formula one pulled out they had no choice they couldn't just run the support categories even if they wanted because the cameras were formula one yeah because they they do all their own media at the round say like 
not owned by Foxtel, like a supercars. Yeah, yeah. Foxtel pretty much buy it from FOM. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's true. So they're like all the cameras. Once Formula One pulled out, they had no choice. Like the Formula One, the cameras and all the TV crew there are Formula One basically employees. Based on what I've been reading on Twitter, it doesn't sound like they were given a lot of information either. Which is pretty. No, and how funny was Martin Brundle's tweet? If you're confused about the Melbourne Grand Prix, no, join yeah. the club. Yeah, yeah. So, well, if he doesn't know, then geez, nobody knows. But that's and as funny as that is, but then you see the messages from the people going, "I've had direct contact with McLaren in the last two days and received no advice as to what to do for my health." Like that's concerning. Because mm-hmm. I'm worried because I saw Zach Brown in the Walkinshaw garage. Yep. You, you'll Stay be away, right. Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> We're speaking directly to you, Bryce. <laughs> Stay away. Kelly, sure. tell Bryce, don't get crook. <laughs> but, like, by cool. the basis of the teams all being in pit lane, lined up, in cars, suited up, ready for that race, to only have the they pin were... pulled then, it seems like the communication How? to the supercars teams was non-existent too. No, because mm. I like, yep, boom, all right, let's go, turn it on, like, load it up, put it on the little phone, sat it in front of my computer desk so I could do work and watch at the same time because it's like oh, a okay. multitask. Um, <laughs> sure. And then you're like, oh, we no, you haven't incriminated yourself so badly. Anyway, I control the edit. Um, <laughs> oh, right, I think it's Tarpo up in here. <laughs> That's cut. Is what the people want to anyway, hear. In their way in pit lane. <laughs> they're, all, they're all in pit lane, right? And they're pretty much sitting in the cars ready to go. And then the Formula One guys, like Jess, um, Scafi, and Lounsey, all they're like chatting, like, oh, we don't know exactly what's going to go ahead. How much does that throw the drivers out of whack all getting into qualifying mode? Only mm. if you'll be told, no, nah, no, nah, back up, go home. Mm. Yeah. Did you see the thing that Davey Reynolds posted Instagram or Supercars posted Instagram with him spraying champagne? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> off a corporate suite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Went up to the corporate suite, got a bottle of champagne and sprayed it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> got to feel like a winner. Why not? And he said it was one of the first times he's chucked a sickie when he wasn't sick. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Davey, sure. We believe that. Nah. I think overall it kind of, yeah, it was the right call, 100%, but it, it came way too late and wasn't communicated well. It's super damaging for an event like that to be going about it in that way. Just, just madness. Am I that the public perception of this race is, do we need it? No, like, I'm, to be honest, in Melbourne, it's it's really well supported, you know? Like, it's it's no secret that a lot of street circuits are pretty highly criticised for, you know, they've got a massive impact on public access, amenity, that kind of thing. The one down here, it seems that everyone genuinely seems to love it, you know, even those who don't recognise that it plays a really important role in the economy down here, so... Does it really it affect cut up that much? much? Of, it just, yeah. It's oh, road, dude, traffic was fucked on Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> it really was. Right. Yeah. it's But it's mostly like that that midway traffic. So come the weekend, it wouldn't be so bad. Um, there's yeah. roads around the whole thing, which is fine. It's just that I think 
that, but probably the compounding factor of with coronavirus in the mix at the moment that a lot of people are avoiding that public transport now. So there seems to just generally be a lot more cars on the road at the moment. Yeah, because when I was in Melbourne like a couple months ago, I was like, just catch the tram down to St Kilda. That was easy as. Yeah. Go out yeah, there, go see the penguins. That was good fun. They're pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> they, but, don't, um, they don't yeah, come yeah, out so, really late. <laughs> no. Well, because the sun doesn't go down until no. late at the moment. I with know, the sun doesn't go down until forever. Yeah. 9.30, um, I'm like, come on, penguins, hurry up. <laughs> but running running the event changes a few of the tram routes around here too so they don't really get switched i think until the event days but even so it's really easy to get there it's just the yeah the people going to work not necessarily going to the event that are causing the traffic because i know like there's a lot of people in adelaide that just like mm-hmm. screw it we don't need this event anymore it just annoys them but it's because adelaide's yep. full of old people and i can say that because all my grandparents live there and they're, they're old. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I've worked in the Adelaide event, you know, quite a few years. And I think what makes Adelaide different is just the scale of it. Like, the the place is huge. Like, for a supercars round, it's, you compare it to a Gold Mm. Coast and it doesn't, it's not even a drop in the ocean. Adelaide's layout is is across, like, five different parks. It's absolutely massive. Um, Awesome event, you know, but it's, in terms of a build and, I guess, the impact on locals, it's probably a bit larger than something like a gold coast or a newcastle for sure i was actually surprised on the size of gold coast where i'm like oh i mean granted apart from the fact that it uses the main freeway or the highway it really doesn't hurt it too bad because most people that live here go i'm not going to surfers anyway you can yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you just avoid it anyway (laughs) But it's also it's, been it's around true. for so long. Everyone's everyone's just so used to the event being there. So when it's like they go, oh yeah, it's indie week. All right, we're just not going to drive that way. Yeah. You know? And when you're there, everyone's like, oh mate, it was so much better when I was indie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <just> bring back. <laughs> so every dude at work tells me every. It's like, yes, Dennis, we had this conversation last year. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess talking I, about I, like <laughs> Goldie and and other events. I mean, at the moment it's a bit weird that supercars haven't actually announced what the hell is going on with the rest of the events on the calendar yet. Well, this is a good question for you actually, Hannah. Um, when do you think you're our major events person? When do you think they. <laughs> major was- events person who currently has no job in major events. Thank you. <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> <Carry on. laughs> when, when do you think this is going to be a, um, how long do you think it's going to be a going concern for major events? Like, is this a three month thing, a six month thing? Obviously it's, it's hard to tell with what the virus is doing, but. A hundred percent. I mean, based on, I guess the information that I've had in the role that I'm working in now, as well as I guess my background being in that motorsport space, all of it's really going to hinge on how fast they shut it down. So the faster we get everything contained will be the faster it all improves. Um, but I mean, the bounce back for the industry as a whole, not just motorsport is going to be a very long, hard year. Um, in terms 12 of, months. Oh, easy. You know, and even, even to the point where all the money that's usually invested in this kind of stuff needs to be keeping staff afloat, which means there's no money to go back into it for future events. And, you know, it's, it's going to have a really, yeah, a long, long tail, this whole scenario, but Flipping back to the motorsport side of it, I'm personally really surprised they haven't made a call on Tasmania yet 
considering the legislation is literally not going to allow them to do it. So it just, it seems odd to me that they're delaying an announcement and I'm not quite sure why. I guess maybe they're trying to get answers before the questions are raised and maybe present the delay and the solution at once, maybe. Yeah. Good point. Uh, Motorsports.com, Andrew Van Leeuwen's released an article today saying that racing behind closed doors is still on the table. It's not possible. Um, <laughs> Supercars, Supercars released a pug, uh, public statement this afternoon. I got an email from them mm. saying, while discussions are currently taking place, Supercars has not made any decisions about upcoming events. We are continually to mo- are continually monitoring the situation and will comply with the latest government and health advice as the coronavirus situation evolves. Yeah. Should we need to postpone an event and we are fully prepared to adapt our calendar and deliver a complete championship for 2020. The safety of our people and fans remains priority. We will provide further information as it becomes available. Virgin Australian Supercar Team. So that Does point everyone on else the... think... Yeah, sorry, go, go, Hannah. No, 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 you oh, go. Gonna... I'll cut in later. Okay. <laughs> Does everyone else think it's a bit funny that they everyone keeps talking about just postponing events? Like there's how many races yeah. in a year? <laughs> how, how many, yeah. how many know months? Why they're postponing it? How are we going to get them back? Yeah, like future, first half of next year. <laughs> Do you know what future music did in Miami? They postponed 2020 to 2021 so they didn't <laughs> have to refund the tickets and said you can get your tickets for 2020 for 2021. So they don't have to refund people because they're like, we didn't cancel it. We postponed it 12 months. Correct. It's a legal term. Yeah. Well, this is, is this what Supercars is doing right now? Because it, it does seem a little bit farcical. Like if we're going to miss five rounds or something, yeah, stop saying you can't postpone. just. It's just canceled. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't, I mean, can't fit five more be- rounds in the middle of the year. For sure, there's going to be implications about funding for those events though. Like if you've got tourism contracts tied up in those events, you know, postponing is probably, it's something to do with that potentially. I don't know that for sure. It's just a guess to be honest, but I guess in the legal realm, things like the government now legislating this decision is what allows events to make the call to cancel and actually be covered by insurance and that kind of thing. So when they're saying like you read off that statement, like, oh, we haven't decided yet. It's at the moment, the government went from advising mass gatherings, non-essential of over 500 people should be cancelled to now enforcing that. So at the moment, and I only know this because I still work at events for two more weeks, um, if you try and run an event with 500 people right now, you will get fined. So it's literally, mm. there's there's no way. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. I mean, you'd be pulling some serious shifty moves under a table if you managed to pull that off. Even without spectators, the supercar circus is still probably going to hinge on close to that many people. Talking about no spectators, did any of you guys watch the cricket with no spectators? No. I've seen footage of it. It looked incredibly it, strange. Like, what is this, it, a it practice match? It, it kind of looked like test match cricket at this current state because no one was there. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody oh, cares. Day was big, man. Come on. Boxing Day was full. <laughs> Boxing Day was full, the one day, and then the rest of it was back to dead. But I was <laughs> <laughs> but it was the one day right when they're smashing sixes and no one's in the stadium to throw the ball back so you, the new zealand defielders are climbing over all the seats to find the ball to get back it's kind of like back in backyard cricket like six and out man i'm not getting that ball like oh, man. 
wow. You got a new pack of tennis balls, like we're playing with these, and if we lose all of them, game's over. That's going to be the old man so, Jones's fan. I'm not getting that. Mm-mm. So if we do that, <laughs> like a, a supercar round, if you want to keep under these 500, this 500 cap, right? So what you're going to need is like your tie guys on the barbecues at the back. Um, you're going to need to get some <laughs> other people cleaning the porta potties, and then maybe maybe the marshals can do the line. Only 500 people with pits on the back corner. You just have like rally. segregated little groups of fans, like 50 here, 50 there. Ah, oh, this is. <laughs> There's about 40 well, different events going on, just with 50 people each. Yeah, everyone has different tickets. Yeah. I, like, I, I like Mitch's can-do attitude here. Let's get these events still rolling. Positive you want to see racing. Well, I, like, I like the thing about the AFL going, what they should do is raffle off two tickets, one for either supporter, and they can sit in the grandstand with a megaphone and just yell at the support. Sit there. Oh. <laughs> You'd sit there and be like, you suck, Toby Green. He'd be like, oh, it wasn't me, it was him. <laughs> I was the other bloke for sure. <laughs> Uh, oh, at least you, you have a good sense of humor about it. <laughs> uh, you got to, you got to, when the world's dying. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to laugh and embrace it. Bring it on. <laughs> but it, it really is. It means we are not getting any Formula One until at least May now with this Bahrain Grand Prix, the Vietnamese Grand Prix, and the Chinese Grand Prix all gone. Yeah. Zandorf is now the opening round. And Racing there is probably going to be very average. Mm. But and even also, so, like that... maybe, like you never know what's going to happen. Oh, you don't know. Pushing I was on. going to say, when is that pushed into? What month is that? Like so May, it's to be May the third. Yeah, third or fifth or somewhere around there. Yeah. But F one are actually reporting yeah. the commencement of the season late May, so it looks like they might even try and push that. <laughs> Opening at Monaco, sweet. That'll be. Interesting. That'd be sick. <laughs> Indy has, has has they suspended all racing now? I did see something about Indy, but I can't remember exactly what it said. Formula E have. They postponed the whole season. Yep. I think NASCAR have NASCAR as well. On the same. Mm. Yep. What are we going to do? Did you see the not Australian Grand Prix? It was the number one thing on Twitch yesterday. Oh, yeah. The Lando, E-Race. Lando Norris had the number one stream on Twitch yesterday with the not Australian Grand Prix. That was pretty cool. Like, that's a very smart marketing move considering the fallout from the cancellation. The two main drivers, you had Stoffel Van Dorm and Lando Norris and that. I think I was going to watch it, but I was busy out whippersnippering the go-kart track and stuff, so I got <laughs> completely skipped my mind. You got Julian Palmer to do the uh, commentary as well. Oh, did they? Yeah, they go. Well, to be honest, we're going to start having to dance off into the realm of e-racing because there's not going to be much to report on <laughs> with the I lack know, of racing right? going on. about Nathan doing his sprint cars. Like, I've been watching that. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was not bad. He did pretty well. He got to the A-Main and finished 16th, I think, in the A-Main, wasn't it? 16th, something like that. So, 15th? Something. 15th, maybe? Yeah. There you go. He got lucky. Out of like 50. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. But anyway, Mitch and Hannah have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, I didn't watch. It. I know what you're talking about, but I didn't watch it. <laughs> Hannah wouldn't have even seen it. It's in another chat. <laughs> I like to nod and smile. 
There's a group chat without me. Have I become that person, guys? No, no. It's the original group chat. They're the group chat without you. <laughs> it's the different. other breaking. It's kind of flattering, cool actually. <laughs> <laughs> Until that point. <laughs> What's everyone, everyone going to do? Yeah, what are we going to do? Talking, aren't we? <laughs> Uh, yeah. We're going to have a, um, a pre- pretty empty podcast for the next few weeks, guys. So I think we need to figure I out know. something. We definitely yeah. need to do a. Um, we'll do like a Formula One review for the uh, the Netflix series. But honestly, I'm. We'll do that. I'm a little concerned yes. for the series at the moment, and I mean, talking about supercars, obviously not F1. F1, actually, no. I'm concerned for both. Now I think about it, and like how your smaller teams are going to survive a shutdown like this is going to be so interesting to watch unfold like a group like williams for example yeah there's no races going there's no payouts coming how long can they with no work i think williams are going to be the big improvers of this year and move up the grid Mm. yeah the problem is with that is like like hannah was saying you get paid per race that they turn up to they're not on like a payment plan for the whole year like calendar year it's it's a race by race thing and someone like williams where they're already struggling so much this is it could be a bloody nail in the coffin i'm sure the um, contract would be results based as well so even just turning up is like oh here's a little bit but you got to do something mildly impressive to get more hmm. <laughs> yeah so it will be interesting to see how that all evolves whether Formula One helps float teams that are struggling or not, I don't know. I doubt it. But surely Formula One's got some money to support the teams for a season. I think you they're going to have to. Haas will be in trouble. They're already talking about it. if they don't have a good season. They were looking at closing. I'm surprised Gene has stuck around for so long. Mm. He, he has to get yelled at by Gunther. I was going to say he has to. Gunther's the best bit of all the Netflix series. <laughs> yeah, but like. <laughs> oh my god, how good was that? But we don't talk about that bit yet. We'll, we'll get on to that next episode. We got nothing to talk Save about. the content, guys. Save the content. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> just uh, yeah. quietly. JD and Mitch's camera is frozen on mine. Hannah's only just come back to life. JD's oh, frozen okay. on mine for a bit. I, I yeah, lost all for a while. That's why I just shut up for a bit. I was like, I have no idea what's going on. And it was like a big smile, and then she started moving again. I'm like, oh, you're alive. JD's still got this cheesy ass grin on his face. Yeah, he's got like a creepy <laughs> smile. Like he's just like, finally, the my free cams girl took his shirt off. And nobody paid for it. <laughs> Oh my goodness. This took a turn that I was not expecting. <laughs> is this going in the podcast, Michael? Or is this getting cut? No, 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 this is getting cut. Yeah, I was going to say, it's pretty entertaining. Probably the most entertaining thing we've said all night. <laughs> I know, we had a pretty good bit at the start. <laughs> anyway. That's getting cut. Jesus. How much? <laughs> how much is this going to affect V8 supercars when they're coming into a TV renewal deal, trying to get a new new manufacturer on board, and they might not even be able to race for half the year? 
I got one word. Mm. No, I got two. Potentially catastrophic. It's going to make it hard to sell. Like, how's your last year performed? Well, (laughs) do supercars have money in the bank? Uh, Look, I I think their business situation has been pretty well publicized, given that Archer Capital have tried to offload them a couple of times and hasn't had much success meeting the bids that they've really kind of put forward. Um, But that worries me because obviously, like we were just talking about with Formula One, you know, they're going to need to prop up some of the teams. Do supercars have the financial capacity to do that? Questionable. You know? And I mean, even to the point of are they going to support their staff? Like what's going to happen if there's no events? You know, they have a huge events department who are a bloody awesome bunch of people. They're great, great operators and they're really good at their jobs, but they're employed to do events. So if there's no events, what happens to them? And hopefully they're being taken care of. I don't think there's enough money in motorsport in Australia for everyone to survive. If it's nothing not goes ahead. In events, full stop. <laughs> We're talking a $30 billion industry in live events in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I just mean in, in terms of keeping race teams afloat at the moment. It's like, mm. it's, who's going to pay sponsorship money when you're not racing? Well, it's no different than what bloody Ryan Walkinshaw and that were talking about on Below the Bonnet. Like, you know, Holden Dollar, that's a bad example, but car manufacturing dollar is not just now in supercars. It goes on to rugby mm, because, yeah. you, know, they're, they're, you rugby. know, they're just paying money to put a badge on something if it's going to be a jersey or a car. Yeah, they don't care about proving technology because, well, everyone knows it's not a road car out there these days. Mm. What is, what's your guys' thoughts on what Ryan said about supercars having – a supercar engine, whether it be a Ford or a GM V8, it's um, just going to be a V8 engine. I like the idea of like having some spec parts, but let's not turn everything into an entire spec series. That just gets boring to me. Well, what if it's just a block? If it's just a block, uh, that's all. But it is now at the moment anyway. Realistically, like the the blocks come from Ford Racing or GM most of the time. Yeah, because I do what understand saying, what he's saying. Is it's going to allow new manufacturers to come into the sport and without the intimidating thing of what happened to like Nissan and Mercedes yeah. struggling for a couple of years. To, well, Nissan never got their fuel economy, like never, yeah. even when they exited. Yeah, the got they got their power right, but they could have no fuel economy out of the cars, which really limited them to getting any results out of the cars. Like they could look good in qualifying sometimes. But very, they often struggle in the race to get to the end of the race in a competitive manner. Um, yeah. That could really bring them forward, couldn't it? Like having that controlled engine, you could all of a sudden have your BMWs that come along or your whatever, you know. TCM has a control engine at the moment. Yeah, okay. TCM, yeah. But you don't have to use it. But that So that VB Commodore that was running at Adelaide, remember how it sounded a bit like weaker than every other car on the track? It was running yeah, the yeah. six-liter TCM engine. I think it's just an yeah. LS. But, yeah, they, that is an option you can put in any car for the TCM racing. The British Touring Car Championship, they've got a controlled engine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah look at how they're going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh. think that's the example we want, we want to aim for, right? Like, that's not the bar we want to set. I'm just saying they've got a controlled engine. Jesus. It doesn't What Ryan was saying is he's like, the manufacturer that he spoke to don't care what they're running on, like what's powering it. They just want the body shape. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
but what I've seen being a lot of people throwing around lately, and it's no one official or anything like that. It's mostly in comments like, oh, we need to copy the rules of DTM and GT500. No. Have you ever watched a DTM or GT500 race? Oh, my God. It's a good time for a nap. <laughs> Every time I read it, I type out a response and then go, nah, I won't say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Sounds like you've been on the cafe. <laughs> Every comment ever. You're like, yeah. I need a reply to this idiot. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not worth no, the no. fight. I always say that. I always say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, like, the ideas are good to float around because, like, financially speaking, like I said, the series isn't in a great shape generally. And we all want to see cars go racing. We all want them to live and carry on. But, you know, and it was hard before this whole shutdown happened. Now it's like what the heck is actually going to happen to the series. It's, it's genuinely concerning as a fan of the sport. I think that's why they've probably not said yeah. anything yet. They're like, oh, man, as soon as we say, like, we're cancelling a race or something, things are going to go downhill quickly. But They want to reschedule. Yeah. Mm. yeah into so like, like People were talking about, oh, they're going to redo the Melbourne Grand Prix. The next... I'm like, they're not going to close the road again and redo it. You're going to go to Phillip Island. Lindsay yeah. Fox is rubbing his hands together in glee right now, going, how much can I charge you guys to get back here? After losing the round this year, he's like, no, yeah. We'll go back to QR, do two races at Hidden Valley. Yeah, and the dude that owns QR is like 50 bucks, bro. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do anything, by the way. But <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> and then but if like, I was super cars. Introduce a Friday race at Barbagello and a Friday race at Hidden Valley and a Friday race at <laughs> Townsville. Oh, there you go. You got to get the extra race. Way to do it. Like if you need to get the race numbers in to to do the events that you're actually running, that could be a really smart way of actually getting it done. No, I reckon just the next ten years will compact months into two, and then we'll just delete this year. We'll catch up eventually. Yeah, well, we thought last year. It's <laughs> like so really get long. some compact months in there, and then over the next 10 years, we'll just knock out 11. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, that, like if you're going to look to jam that end of, of the year, like if things start opening up again, and all of a sudden we've got back to back to back to back to back, uh, you've yeah, got to hold on to the stuff in that down period to actually hold that. Yeah, so or is- team, what do you do? Is this going to be Supercar's excuse to go into a summer sport? Oh, be cool. Well, mm. I guess like Makes you sense. similarly look at it as like, remember years ago they had that big TV writers strike and the effect after that was it used to have like series of TV coming out like 20 episodes back to back to back to back to back. And all yeah. of a sudden this writers strike happened. They realized, oh, people don't care. They want their TV shows. We can split this in half, maximize profits. And now you only get 10 episodes per half season. It's mm. like, it, it could have a similar effect in that. Like they'll realize they can run things differently and possibly get more out of it. I doubt they will, though. <laughs> you, you, I mean, it's a question of whether that. teams will survive that long. Mm. Yeah. Like, if you look at it, right? Yeah, you can't just, like, fire them. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, look, they're full-time, but you actually probably literally can't. Um, but, yeah, some, like one of your teams, like BJR, for example, if you don't have racing, given our limited testing schedule, there's only so much R&D you can do. You know, small team. And then you look at your big teams. And that costs money. You don't get paid for R&D. <laughs> like, totally. Yeah. I mean, and people are going to look at big teams like Penske and be like, well, they'll be fine. You know, your triple eights, they'll be fine. I would argue actually probably not. 
because they rely on income from other teams to get control parts mm, that they yeah, yeah. well. There's no racing. There's no need to buy any of that. Penske is definitely fine. Yeah, he's a successful businessman too. If he starts running out of money and going, well, I'm not going to keep paying for this. I got my Bathurst. I got my championship. I don't care. So he's I'll like, just have to stop buying racetracks and race series. <laughs> yeah. It, it, like successful business people do make those ridiculously hard calls to keep successful. Well, mm. Penske would jump in and buy supercars while it's cheap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to even. <laughs> and then I'll become a full-time Formula E watcher. Mm. <laughs> what would How you much do you reckon he's lost on the yeah. indie investment at the moment, though? Ooh. Oh, not <laughs> as much as he's going to make on it long term. Yeah, well, let's see. It's going to take bought it at a, not as fall. peak, but when it's high. Yeah. He bought it when the cars are dirt ugly. He should fix that. <laughs> he yeah, brought it when you could still thing. race cars. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can hold a pen. <laughs> this this might work right out now. for Scotty, though. If if uh, Indy aren't going to race until May, then Scotty's racing in May, so he won't have all the like rookies that have got extra mileage under their belt. Yeah, he'll be on a level playing field with all the new dudes. That's true. That's interesting. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. See, we at Breaking Late are a glass half full type of people. <laughs> Sometimes glass half empty or glass this- smashed on the floor. <laughs> Uh, I did say the world was going to die before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, when they cancelled the racing, it was glass smashed on the floor. But (laughs) That was mostly out of anger. (laughs) (laughs) I had nothing to do that weekend. I was like, everything I planned was gone. Yeah, I know. What what do now? (laughs) Can we talk about Alex Davison? Sure. Why not? (laughs) Did anyone see that coming? No. No, because, like, he's not exactly a spring chicken. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the thing that I said, Alex Davison and Chris Pith are full-time drivers. You're like, what year is this? Yeah. <laughs> Best meme. Chris Pith, I understand, <laughs> but, like, Alex Davison, I was like, where did this come from? He must have brought the jerky with him. Signed yeah, for the rest of the season, man. too. Yeah, but so did Courtney. <laughs> Signed for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, was that ever announced? Did they ever actually say that? Yeah. I don't know. Is this, is this a different deal in that Alex is like, I want to drive. I've got some cash. I'll give Webby a call. <laughs> yeah. I, I was really surprised. I was 100% convinced John O'Webb was going to drive that car. Me Same. too. Because everyone driver. <laughs> Like, but but that then, car, you're not going to miss it. I mean, it'll be no. the one at the back, but you're, you're not, not going to miss it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> is, is that another safety car? Look at that high vis. It's the meta car, car following the field. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he doing it? It's like eight laps in. He really needs to push up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, After God, that that's horrible. Release, You're horrible. Go out you said it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Poor Team Sydney. 
<laughs> I've just been a joke. And then, like, they you know, they put James Courtney on TV pretty much says, yeah, I didn't get paid. And then they, it was just like an awkward interview with Webby afterwards too, wasn't it? Like, you just oh, did you hear what he said? I didn't catch the Webby part. Oh, the oh, Courtney it was, stuff? It yeah, was yeah. great. They're just like, oh, you know, we've just spoken to James and he's, you know, had his, his say. We thought we'd give you the same opportunity, you know, like what's what's going on? Like how has it all unfolded? And Webby's gone, don't know. I haven't, I haven't spoken to James since it happened. I haven't heard from him. <laughs> I haven't spoken spoke to him since I uh, really? didn't drop that money in the account. <laughs> maybe, just as, maybe just from his lawyer or like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine there'd be some bitterness there, like. Oh, shit. I don't. I doubt that they're friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad because I'm sure James really wanted it to work. Yeah, like, you think about for every time he's on an interview, like a big interview, and they bring up Sydney, he talks about how proud he is from being from Sydney. He's a Western yeah. Sydney boy. Like he always, he, he really, really wanted that to work, and unfortunately, yeah. it just never come together. Like the team. And where are they based now? Because Mitch, you obviously live on the Gold Coast. Yeah, they're, they're set up for lease, isn't it? I did see a like I did see a sign on it, and the night that I said that on the podcast, I drove past it, and it was too dark. I'm like, I'm sure that sign's still there. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, are they moving? Are they not moving? Are they based in Sydney? Are they based? They're supposed in to be moving. Queensland? I'm sure that's part of the deal with the money in that to base the team out of Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. They have to be, but what are they going to move into? There's no shed. Is that facility done yet? I remember at the start of the season they were talking about a temporary something or other. I don't know where it's set up, but either way, it's just a mess. Like it's almost like they could have should have taken a year to set it up, or not an entire year, or set it up earlier or something. Like, Mm. yeah, maybe not spend all the money, but hey. Oh, there's plenty of that right now, isn't there? <laughs> there's heaps. Hmm. <laughs> oh, well. This is an no. awkward podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not much happens. <laughs> we Mitch, Mitch has coronavirus. Touch- this is the most awkward podcast we've ever made. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I won't be able to put a name on it, like for race, because it was like, uh. The practice, eh. the two practices and two qualifying sessions. The non-event AGP. The, the pre- I was annoyed. I was really looking forward race. to see the S five thousand. So was yeah, I. So was I. But I want to see the S five thousand, and you know what? I was surprised that Michael Caruso qualified second in the race. Impressed. Mm. Yeah, I was just disappointed that it weren't broadcast at all. That sucked. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, they were be all weekend. I'm pretty sure that's because because of the whole Channel 7 having the deal with um, TCR and the ARG, which owns Uh, S5000. Because I reckon on Sunday they would have showed everything. Maybe, but I think, like, they would have shown minimal, only what they had to show of it. Like, because why does Foxtel want to push somebody else's product? Mm. Yeah. They've got nothing Mm. to do with Channel 7. Why would they? Would Foxtel have to pay to broadcaster as well no oh, because tcr sold their series they didn't they didn't sell the asian pacific cup yeah okay so no one had the rights to that i guess mm. yeah okay so but i mean like i remember one year watching it 
when DRS first came out, we were watching it at our place, Mitch, and um, yeah. they even showed the bloody celebrity. Lexus hybrid race thing that they had on. Yeah, they used to always show the celebrity races, which was awesome. Oh, <laughs> yeah, what all these dealers go, shit, my cars are going to get destroyed. <laughs> and they were getting destroyed. Like, there was a rollover in one of the celebrity races. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I don't know yeah, why they don't do them anymore. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's right. Because they're like brand new minis, too. So we're talking like yeah. 50, 55 grand cars. Yeah, right. Right. Nah, <laughs> They were Lexus. Yeah, no, they did minis minis one year ago. Yeah, well, oh, then there's mini. Lexus CT200H. They're not a cheap car either. Yeah, <laughs> it's the, yeah we're not seeing them out there in high. Hyundai XLs. <laughs> yeah, you should yeah. do the XL car. Yeah. That's good <laughs> racing. That would be a good series. Well, no, it would be um, I think I'm going to wrap us up. Because yeah, not in toilet paper because there's none left. (laughs) (laughs) Rumor has it that several pallets of toilet paper being hoarded right now. Yeah, he's one of those guys. (laughs) (laughs) Work the food supply company. Plenty of toilet paper. I don't think I'll name it. Just pasta. Yep. Rice. I'm not hoarding it. I have a problem, all right? <laughs> what you're doing is I want to buy another 24-pack because I normally have a certain stock level at home that I keep. So no, I don't want to buy no, no, no. I, I don't want to buy he, he does. He does. There's quite a when lot of When me and Michael first paper. moved <laughs> in, the first day we were there, our mate Danny had to use the toilet and there was no toilet paper and someone had to cruise up to the shops real quick and get it for him because he was stuck on the <laughs> toilet. And ever since then, that house has had more toilet paper than you know what to do with. How many people live in your house? That pile at a good six years Two. Two. <laughs> Two people. What's, what's the minimum? We had three. What's the minimum? Uh, 48. Too much. Minimum. No, hold yeah, on. Minimum. Are you We're talking much? about three people that would yeah, drink buy toilet paper every like, so. <laughs> <laughs> what are you well, back in the day, we used to have so many ATBs go through that place. <laughs> <laughs> We've descended into like another this level of started, hell. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, this started like it could actually be in the podcast and it ended in the toilet. <laughs> We're just going in the podcast and it'll be amazing. Like, it's a current affairs, mate. We're keeping up with time. In news, we haven't worried about running overtime today, so this is fine. I know. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised we got this long out of it. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, when you cut this down, there's probably about 15 minutes. <laughs> I was going to say, Michael, but we repeat ourselves a lot. <laughs> anyway, guys, I'm going to wrap us up. That is us for this week. We are done. Adopted. Thank you very much for joining me, guys. And everyone listening out there, thank you very much for putting up with us for this episode. Um, if you have anything you want to write in, this is the perfect time to write in. Give us some stuff to talk about. Talk to us yeah, about yeah. something. Give us um, your ideas. Yeah, yeah. Us what, up. Do you, what do you want yeah. to hear about? <laughs> um, hit us up on email. We're, uh, what are we? We're breakinglate at gmail.com. You can go to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash breakinglate, or you can go to Instagram and message us. We are breakinglatepod. Cast. Cast. Um, at Instagram. <laughs> now could be an epic time yeah. for some little collabs let's let's get together and chat to some other people in the industry 
reach out to us if you would like to do that. We'd be so keen to have a chat to more people. Yeah. If you've got through 50 minutes of this episode, <laughs> yeah, hit us. Congratulations. Well done. Well done. You're going to be cooler. For a free stubby corn. <laughs> Not you, Bruce. <laughs> no, you breathe. Uh, <laughs> uh, there you go. Let's leave it. Let's go. Hey, this is done. Let's uh, go. Shout out. Uh, uh, we'll catch you guys later. <laughs> See, See ya. ya. Bye. 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 Bye.